Hello and welcome to Armada Studios, the podcast featuring work of St. Lawrence University students enrolled in the Sonic Rhetorics course this fall. As usual, I'm the host and facilitator, Sarah Beck, and I'm so happy that you could join us for another episode featuring work for my students. Today's show is incredibly timely and I think is going to be one of those things that um, is going to become an archive of a very specific time and a very specific experience. And that is, what is it like to experience COVID as a university student? So today we have three students who are going to take you through some of their experiences. We're going to start it off with Grace, who unfortunately had to go home and quarantine at her parents' house um, at the beginning of the school year, and she's going to take us through what it was like to go sent home with a virus in the middle of the semester. We're going to move to Jamie, who is going to also touch on what it was like to go home, but hers, rather than being more of the diary that Grace is, is, really takes us through what the pace of a quarantine day looks like and how that temporal relationship with time changes when you're in quarantine. And then we're going to end with Christina, and Christina takes us all the way back to summer 2020 while she reflects on what the first pandemic summer was like for her. So with that, I'm going to turn it over to my students, and I will see you on the flip side. Wednesday, September 15th. I was anxiously awaiting for my test results to return after my Tuesday COVID test. At 6.17 p.m., my phone rang, and the caller ID that was strung across the phone said, St. Lawrence University. My hands started to sweat and my legs started to shake because I knew what this meant. I answered the phone and the woman at the other end said, may I please speak with Grace Keating? I nervously replied, this is she, in the most terrified voice. She proceeded to tell me what we had all been dreading and trying to escape from since 2020. I had tested positive for COVID-19. Proceeding this news, I frantically grabbed a mask from my dresser and started to pack. I had absolutely no idea where I was going or what I was supposed to pack. 20 minutes later, after talking to my parents, I got on the road and headed back to home in Buck Hill Falls, Pennsylvania. This is now quarantine day five and has been a very lonely experience. Every day I wake up, go brush my teeth with the toothpaste and toothbrush my mom had gotten me before I arrived because I packed so frantically, I forgot a toothbrush and toothpaste. I open my shower curtain and turn on the shower. A shower has been the only thing that makes me feel clean because otherwise I feel like I'm oozing the virus everywhere. After my shower, I open my drawers and put on a clean set of clothes which typically consists of sweatpants and t-shirts. I then proceed to do homework for a couple hours typing away on my computer. I often, while doing homework, stare out my window at the trees swaying in the wind and the birds singing their songs. After a while of doing homework, I decide it's time to lay in bed and turn on my favorite show, Grey's Anatomy. I watch about four to five episodes, which is a lot, considering each episode is around 45 minutes long. I listen to Meredith Grey, 
Derek Shepard, George O'Malley, Christina Yang, April Kepner, and many other characters go throughout their lives working as doctors at Gray Sloan Memorial Hospital. Pretty much from 3 o'clock until dinner time around 5.30, I lay in bed watching episode after episode. He is my mentor and he trained me. We value your opinion, April. That's why you're here. At the end of my hallway, a white side table is set out for my parents to deliver me food and water. The hallway is dark and drastically colder than my room. My mom or dad FaceTimes me when my dinner is ready because this is the only way for them to see my face while I'm stuck in my room or they have resorted to standing outside my window waving to me. I open my door to go retrieve my food and head back to my room. Once I've eaten my dinner, I place it back on the white side table in my hallway and text my parents that the empty dishes are placed there. Following dinner, I change into my pajamas, climb into bed, and watch more Grey's Anatomy until I'm able to fall asleep around midnight. The next morning, nothing is different. I continue with the same routine and await my release from quarantine. I woke up on Friday, September 10th, thinking of all the ways I could spend my day. Unfortunately, I was sent home for COVID, and being in the house with my mom, my options were limited. I walked through the house with my mask on, and feeling the discomfort of wearing my mask in my own home was something I didn't want to do, so I immediately headed for the back door of my kitchen that leads out to my back deck. There was one thick yet shallow step, and then I placed my feet out on my deck. I brought with me a thick comforter that I found in the hall closet upstairs by my bedroom, along with one of those pillows that props itself up with two little armrests protruding from either side. My deck is covered in potted flowers and vegetables with a glass table that will occasionally be used to have dinner on a nice summer night. I walked past the table and then past the comfortable seating area of outdoor furniture until I took one more shallow step down and my bare feet hit the grass. It is September, so the mornings are brisk, but the sun is still bright, and the remnants of morning dew made my feet a little wet, and some shards of freshly cut grass stuck to them. I walked all the way to the middle of my yard, where the slight hill becomes flat, and then laid down my blanket and pillow. I brought with me a book from my shelf of books I've been wanting to read for years, but could never find the time and motivation. It was the weekend, and my weekends at SLU usually consisted of hanging out with my friends and running around to and from lacrosse practices. This was the first time in a while that I felt like my life wasn't moving a million miles a minute. Before I opened my book, I laid on the comforter in the middle of my backyard and draped a throw blanket over my legs. I was able to take my mask off and look up towards the sky as I looked around at all the trees that surround my yard. I was lucky that it was one of the most beautiful days I'd seen in a while, the perfect temperature mixed with a lot of simplicity and complexity from nature all at once. I noticed the slight breeze that would blow every few minutes that would prompt my mom's wind chimes to sing, as the breeze would slow, 
I'd come back to the birds. My house backs up to a large mountain, and as I live in a pretty remote area in Connecticut, in a small neighborhood of quiet people, there was little to no man-made sound. The birds in the backyard were incredible. There were large squawks followed by gentle chirps that worked together to find a beautiful rhythm and balance. I could hear this overall sound was not just a few birds, but a compilation of many speaking to each other in chaotic order. The sound of Simsbury, Connecticut on a simple fall morning made me happy to be in quarantine, a feeling I never thought I'd experience. Even with the circumstances, the beautiful, crisp September morning laying in my backyard made me slow down for just a minute to listen to the birds, and I felt relaxed and grateful to be where I was. The summer of 2020 was a time I never expected coming. Everyone's lives had come to a halt, and it felt like time had just stopped. Restaurants, bars, stores, beaches were closed indefinitely, causing a panic in our society. Social interaction is a huge part of our existence, and the most important thing, and quickly it had become so dangerous. During that summer, I could not travel, hang out with my friends, go to restaurants, or do any of the things that I would normally do in a typical summer. Every summer, I always spend my time at the beach. It had always been a safe place for me. But that summer, summer of 2020, it had become home. Every day, I would turn on my car. I would drive to get the coffee shop and I would go get my coffee. Walking into the beach was always a calming feeling because I could hear the splashing of kids in the pool diving off the diving board before I got down to the beach boardwalk. While I'm walking down the boardwalk, I could hear the chatter of everyone talking and the cards being shuffled as the older ladies played bridge. I walked all the way down to the beach and I would set my stuff down. I would walk down to the water to put my toes in and the sound of the waves is what calmed me. Sitting in my beach chair as the sun hits my face is how I spent my entire summer. This is how I would feel normally in other summers, but this summer it felt different. Hearing the seagulls in the background as many thoughts go through my mind. An activity that I became infatuated with during this time was paddleboarding. If there were not big waves, then I would take the paddleboard out. Being on the paddleboard and listening to the board and the paddle smoothly glide through the water is what brought peace to my mind during this hard time. There were definitely days where the waves were too big for me to do that. I would instead sit in my beach chair and read a book as the waves came crashing down on the beach. The sound of the waves crashing onto the sand was my favorite part of being there. That noise made everything feel like it was going to be okay. That's when I realized that the beach had become my home in somewhere where I can always clear my head. 
and that changed in the summer of 2020. So thank you, Grace, Jamie, and Christina for sharing your experiences and thoughts about COVID with us. Like I said last time, COVID has touched everyone in some way, and I really hope that these three stories gave you a window into what it was like to be a young adult during this time. And like I said, I really see stories like these really having potential to be revisited years later as a way to reflect on what we all went through. So I hope you enjoyed this peek into these three young women's lives. And I look forward to seeing you all back here on Friday where we will have another exciting set of student work for you to enjoy. Like I said before, I'm Sarah Beck. This is Ramada Studios, uh, located at St. Lawrence University in Canton, New York. If you would like to contact me or any of the contributors that you heard from today, feel free to email me at sbeck at stlawu.edu as well as do all the cool things like like comment um subscribe all that good podcast stuff thanks everyone